I'm Spade Robinson, and this is Storyteller Therapy. Can you believe this is episode 12? I almost can't believe it. It's like, I don't know where the time went, but this is happening. We're in a relationship together, so welcome. I'm super excited about today's episode because we're going to be talking about how to write a script in 10 weeks, a good script in 10 weeks. There is a process that I have put together that involves the development of your script within the writing of your first draft. Not to say this is going to be your last draft, but it's designed so that your first draft is pretty great off the bat. I can't wait to talk to you about that. Before we jump into how to do that, I want to check in with you guys. I've been like, I don't know if it's just a weird time of year, but I've been really disappointed in what I've been seeing in the theater. And because what we're talking about today has so much to do with development, I want to talk to you about a film that has some of the best character development I've ever seen in a documentary ever. And it can really work for screenwriters. The name of the film is called Capturing the Freedmans. It's in my top five, maybe my top two documentaries. It's directed by Andrew Jarecki. It focuses on the 1980s investigation of Arnold and Jesse Friedman for child molestation. This film is the best use of archival I have ever seen in my life. So the filmmaker got access to this because he was filming a birthday party and he learned that one of the men at the birthday party was the brother and son of Arnold and Jesse Friedman. Jarecki got access to the archival, which was the family, the home videos that the family took during the time of the trial and everything that the family went through. What you are able to see is how this family deals with this huge event in their lives. Why the film chronicles the case and the family dealing with the case and the, the family trying to build a case for the father and for the brother It doesn't really answer the question if they did it or if they didn't do it. It's more of a character study of these people, of this group of people, and how they maneuver their way through this event and how they change as a result of it. Mainly the family members who are not being investigated. It's stranger than fiction. If you haven't seen this film, you've never seen anything like this. If you're trying to figure out how to develop your characters, either in your documentary or in your screenplay, please, please, please watch this film. I want you to pay special attention to the character of the mother and her our subtle change over time. It's not what you think. Okay, let's jump into our session. So I'm going to take you step by step for how to write a screenplay in 10 weeks. Just so you know, I have a 10 week calendar that literally gives you assignments every single day. And by the end of 10 weeks, you'll have your screenplay. I will leave a link to that calendar in the show notes so you have access to it. The way that the calendar works and the way that the system that I'm talking about today works is that you write 10 pages every single week. So I'm going to go over what you're going to be working on on a weekly basis. Each week has its own theme. And at the end of that week on Saturday, you are writing 10 pages. And then on Sunday, you are resting. The first five days, you have assignments that are daily assignments that go along with the theme, 
The sixth day, you're writing 10 pages. The seventh day, you are resting. You come back to the same thing next week. So in week one, you're working on the premise, the premise of your screenplay. That is your idea, what it is all about. What you're going to be doing is you're going to have assignments every week if you download the calendar. But the main thing you're going to be doing for the week one is making sure that you pitch your premise, workshopping your premise. One of the things that I always tell people is to pitch your premise to one or of two people, either a child or children or strangers. You're doing that because these people, children have no filter. They'll just tell you clearly whether something makes sense or not in a very simple way. And your premise needs to be simple. Now, your plot may be complex, but your premise needs to be simple. You want to pitch it to a child because the way that their brain works is pretty simple. They'll tell you straight away whether something makes sense or not. And the reason why you want to pitch it to a stranger is because they don't have a relationship with you, so they're not going to try to hype you up. In a situation where you pitch it to your best friend and she's like, yes, girl, yes, it's everything. You're brilliant. You're a genius. Okay, that's sweet, but that's not helpful in this case. But some random old dude at the mall will tell you that it doesn't make sense. And that's what you're looking for, your premise, whether it makes sense or not, whether it is compelling or not. So for the first week, you'll be workshopping that. And then at the end of that first week, you're going to write your first 10 pages. The second week is all about your plot. So what you're going to be doing during the second week is writing your bare bones outline. Two episodes ago, we went over how to write an outline for a feature screenplay if you have not heard that, you want to pause this, go back, listen to that, and then come back. In the event that you have listened to it or you are just coming back, welcome. You're going to write your bare bones outline. So those are the Roman numerals that come up initially. Those are the main points of your script. Your setting incident, your midpoint or climax, your lowest point, your conclusion. So basically, what is the beginning, middle, and end of your movie? Once you have that, the thing that you really want to be mindful of is to make sure that this reflects your character's needs and wants. So you look back at your outline and say, this turn of events, does it reflect how my character is dealing with their needs and wants? Does it affect those things in a major way or not? If not, change it. If so, great. And then at the end of week two, you are writing your next 10 pages. So at the end of two weeks, you have your premise, you have your plot as seen through your outline, and you have 20 pages into your screenplay. Week three is all about structure. So that is where you fill in your outline. Last episode was about creating your beat sheet. And I go through step by step about how to do that. You start with your outline, you go into your beat sheet. What you're going to do is the first part of week three is filling in your outline. So filling in those gaps, those extra parts of your outline, like your status quo, your trigger, your point of no return, your beginning of the end. If none of that makes sense to you, then you have not listened to my podcast about outline. So if you are still at this point and you don't know what I'm talking about, pause. Go back to two episodes ago. Listen to how to do your outline for your feature and then come back. Hello, welcome. We're talking about week three, structure. You're going to fill in the rest of your outline and go into your beat sheet at this point. So that's what week three is all about. Once you are at your beat sheet, then you know what every scene is going to be in your movie. If you don't know what a beat sheet is or how to do a beat sheet, or at least how I do a beat sheet, how I have my clients do a beat sheet, then go back to the previous episode, one episode over, and listen to the episode about how to put together your beat sheet, and then come back. At the end of week three, you write your third set of 10 pages. 
Going into week four, that is where you revise your pages up to date. Every day in week four, you're going back and revising your pages from page one to page 30. You're making sure that your, your premise is reflected in the pages that you've written, that your plot is reflected in the pages you've written. And now that you've gotten to the point where you've done your outline and you've done your beat sheet, then you're going back and seeing if your last 30 pages reflect the decisions that you've made in your outline and your beat sheet. You're also making grammatical errors or sort of whatever else has come up that needs to be revised during that time. At the end of week four, you write an additional set of 10 pages. So you spend days one through five revising the last 30 pages. On day six, you write an additional 10 pages and then day seven, you rest. I hope that's clear. Week five is all about character development. So if you do download the 10 week calendar, it'll give you day by day things to do in week five. But the main thing that I do not want you to skip over, two main assignments. One is the secret scene and the other one is the scene of shame. I have an assignment where you decide what the secret is or what a secret is of your main character. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be anything pertaining to the story at all. Once you know what that secret is, then you decide how that is reflected in the script. This can happen in a way where, for example... If I have a secret that is, I stole something when I was a kid. The story may be about me as an adult and it has nothing to do with that secret, but it may be reflected in the story in such that if something happens, I get on a soapbox about it. Or if something is taken from me, I'm extremely forgiven or I'm extremely judgmental. And that's reflected on how my character does. Again, a secret can be reflected in your script and have nothing to do with the story or come up in the story at all. The other assignment is a scene of shame. So this is a scene that I have you write, but that may not end up in the script or probably should not end up in the script. The prompt of the assignment is to recall a time in your character's life where they felt shame. And then you are to write that scene. Again, that scene may or may not end up in the script, especially if it's something deeper in their backstory. It's probably not going to be in the script, but it may be reflected in the script somehow. Again, that's just like the secret scene. Those are two other assignments that come out of week five. At the end of week five, you write another set of 10 pages. Week six, you go over stakes. One of the assignments that I have for, for week six is you list something that's worse than death for your main character. So even if it's a comedy, it doesn't have to be dramatic. If it's a comedy, because it's not worse than death, but it's what your character feels like would be worse than death for them. So for example, if I'm a comedic character who's very materialistic, something I would feel that is worse than death if somebody stole my shoes. You would match that to the bottom of the second act for your character. So if your character is someone who would feel like it's worse than death if someone stole their shoes, then your bottom of the second act would have to be equivalent to something like that happening. So that's one of the things that you're going to match up. But on week six, you're working with stakes all week. And then, of course, you write your additional 10 pages at the end of week six. On week seven, you're doing your plants and payoff, which means you're going through your script and you are doing different exercises to ensure that everything you plant is paid off in your script. So for example, if you plant that somebody's mother died at the beginning of the script, you just never come back to that. You want to make sure that you pay that off somehow or else it doesn't need to be in there. And sometimes more often than not, you'll have something that's paid off, but that wasn't planted. So you have somebody that proposes and you're like, where did he come from? I've, I've never seen him. Who are you, sir? Why do you have a ring? I'm being dramatic about that, but I'll see a lot of payoffs for things that weren't planted. So week seven is all about making sure that everything is planted and paid off. I have an exercise called right shoe, left shoe. You go through your 
script and you mark all the left shoes, which is all of the payoffs that you have in your script. And then you go back and you look for the right shoes, which are the plants. And you do that on both sides. Your script should have continuity. Week eight, that's when you revise all of the pages up to date. So week eight is just like week four. You're going to spend the first five days revising the first 70 pages of your script. And then day six of week eight, you are going to write your additional 10 pages. And then week nine is where you do your dialogue and character dialect work, which means you're spending this week working on how your characters speak to each other. Have an exercise called the character dialect, and that's basically how you choose the language of each character. Characters, of course, talk to each other differently or talk differently because they're different people. Well, sometimes because it's all coming from one writer's voice is difficult to make all the characters sound different and come from different perspectives. The way that you find out where your character dialect is, is you have a character plus a sentiment and that equals a dialect. So if you have your one character, Mary, and Mary always says exactly what's on her mind, Mary plus sentiment, please go outside equals please go outside because she always says exactly what's on her mind. Susan may be a character who is passive aggressive and she never says what's on her mind. So you have a different character Susan the same sentiment please go outside and then the dialect would be something like it's up to you whatever you want to do you see how the different characters you use the same prompt of a sentiment can give you a different bit of dialogue that, that they would say that is the formula that you would use to choose your character dialect so that's just one of the exercises that you'll find on week nine but week nine is all about honing in or how your characters communicate at the end of week nine of course you write your next 10 pages and then week 10 is all about tone. So we create tone a lot of different ways. Week 10 is going to be about going back in and looking for your tone in specific areas of your script. You're looking for tone in your scene descriptions. You're looking for tone in your sound effects. You're looking for tone in quietness. If quietness is conducive to the tone of your script, you're looking for quietness in places. Even if characters talk a lot, you're looking for ways for the script to be quiet. And you're looking for tone in action. And when I think of action, I think the cadence of action and how quickly or slowly that happens in your script creates tone. So it's not necessarily something that somebody is saying or doing it. It's about you as a writer, how you're describing something or how you're showing something or how the rhythm of something happens in your script. That creates the tone of your movie. Week 10 is all about going through those different elements and creating and sharpening the tone of your script. At the end of week 10, you're going to write your last pages. If your script is going to be 100 pages flat, that's 10 more pages. If you're going to be at 103, that's 13 pages. And you are done. Not only have you finished writing a script, a whole script, you wrote a pretty good one. If you guys have any questions about the different weeks and what those mean, definitely let me know. I have a link to how to get in contact with me in the show notes. I also have a link to the calendar that I'm talking about that has all the exercises in it for every day. Also in the show notes. For your homework, because everyone is not in the process of writing a script right now, if you are, I say download the calendar right now and get started. Your homework, if you are not doing that, but if you have already written your first draft, then I would go back through your first draft and look at your first draft with these things in mind. Premise, plot, structure, revision, character, stakes, plan and payoff, dialogue, and tone. So use those to go back and comb through the script or comb through the draft that's your latest draft. Okay, that's all I have for this week. Happy writing.